Hey everyone, welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Ring. That was Alone in the Chaos with our intro music. Today's date is August 27th, 2014. With me are my co-hosts, Blake Corey. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And Jay Totoro. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. <laughs> that might be my favorite intro that we've ever done. <laughs> that was a good God, one. I just pictured Woody. Is there a snake in your boots, Blake? <laughs> uh, it does hang low. Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Be careful not to step on that shit. Uh, Robert, uh, do you have a problem with this firsthand? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You gotta put it into the sock, and then like... You know about that? Yeah. Wow. So it's only awkward when you're wearing shorts. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, then you wrap it around your waist. You guys having a good week so far? It's a... whatever. Yeah. Woo! It's going good. Um, well, do you want to jump into news, or do you have anything that you, any, like, hilarious things that you want to, do you have to get out before we, before we start? Um, uh, I, I can't think of anything. Alright, I, I don't think I can think of anything either, so instead of you forcing it... on the spot, I was like, is there something I'm supposed <laughs> to say right now? What's happening? Instead of forcing it like I tend to do, I think let's just move forward. Um, so we'll jump into the news, and actually there's just one thing, um... All the news I've got this time is Atari is reviving. Jay, you got to stop ta- typing on your I'm keyboard. sorry. I'm the worst kind of person. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Okay, now can I? Now may I talk? I don't know. Maybe. Thank you. Atari's uh, apparently going to revive Alone in the Dark and Roller Coaster Tycoon. Woo! Oh. Wait, are they going to do it for like iOS or something and brutally murder it? No. Not as far as I know. Uh, no, it... It didn't say anything about about iOS. Sounds like they're actually releasing some PC games, uh, and these are the ones that they have planned. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon World is what it's going to be called, and it's supposed. They say it's going to come out early next year, but that's kind of that seems really fast. Um, and then, and well, even faster is the Alone in the Dark one. I'm getting this news from Rock Paper Shotgun. Alone in the Dark Illumination is what it is, and that's supposed to come out this fall. Which is pretty kind of weird. Because, Why'd you pause right there? Well, because you made it's me weird. scared, like you were waiting for me to say something. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just it's weird that they announce a game they're saying is going to come out basically in like a okay month, two months. Oh yeah, that is kind of close. That's actually really close. Yep, that's now. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally out right now. Jay is playing it at this very moment. Yeah, I'm actually downloading it right now. How's Alone in the Dark Illumination, Jay? Uh, it's similar to Alone in the Chaos in terms of badness. But... <laughs> the band who did our intro music? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you forgot your shout-out this week, Robert. What are you no, doing, No, I said man? it. I said it. Did you? Yeah. I must have did blocked you say it out. Because last week you forgot the date, and I'm well, said, still upset about that. I said the date also. Calendar's I shit down. Okay. <laughs> did you and say shit down? I said I got this shit down. Oh, okay. Anyway... Did we already talk about the Sierra news? Was that on the last podcast? Yeah, we podcast? talked about the okay. Sierra news last time. All right, I uh, couldn't remember if that was this week or this week. I did or learn... Last week or this week. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we're kind of weird on our schedule right now. I did learn a little bit more about that, which is apparently the uh, the, the developers that are... The, the developing team that's uh, working on the stuff that they're releasing under the Sierra name is... Uh, they're kind of like... Sort of like indie-ish developers so it's kind of like it's kind of weird 
uh, Activision is the one that owns the Sierra name now, and Sierra is kind of what they're using as their indie offshoot. If but that doesn't even really make sense because it's not indie in that case. That's pretty weird. And it's in Sierra. Nothing about Sierra means anything closely whatsoever <laughs> related to in <laughs> fucked up situation. Yeah, it's basically name brand to pull some old fans in. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely the whole reason. I don't get the indie connection, but whatever. They make if they. I mean, yeah. Without harping on them too much, I'd like to wait until fans of the old adventure game genre are able to get their hands on the new King's Quest and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's kind of weird the approach they're taking, but you know that doesn't that it's just weird that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be bad or anything. I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what happens. Uh, and that's all I've got for new. Oh, you know, actually, there was one more. There's uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of Gog news. But last time I talked about Gog news, you guys made fun of me, so we're not going to talk about it this time. No, I didn't make fun of you because of Gog. I love Gog. So, just saying. <laughs> I didn't even remember what happened last time. What was it? I said Gog, and you guys made fun of me. I don't know what you're talking about. I was talking about uh, Gog sponsoring Axiom. Excellent. Oh, he made fun of you. I didn't have anything to say. What's this we business? You guys. That's racist, Robert. We don't stand for that on the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm sorry. Okay. Jay, very. I'm sorry. Jay made fun of me. Jay, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> Good. You have a large <laughs> On a very special episode of the Classic <laughs> Gaming Podcast. <laughs> Last, can we do it like Dallas? Can we do like a Dallas intro? That'd be sick. <laughs> I'd watch it. Anyway, so Last time on the Classic Gaming Podcast, Blake Corey went to PAX. <laughs> Robert Jay. Ray expressed his large <laughs> penis. Expressed? <laughs> express a All penis? over the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my gosh. We've already sunk to this level. No telling what's going to happen. Uh, so anyway, you don't get to know what the GOG news is. In fact, I don't even remember what it was Please anymore. Please tell me what it is. Like, I don't I like remember. I, I, I actually don't even remember right now. Great. Why don't, you go, why don't you look it up while no. I while I go on, and if no. you think it's interesting, then you can talk about it. You hey, can... why don't we do that for a change? Jay brings up something worth talking whoa, about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I bring up stuff all the time. Worth talking about. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, all right, let's talk about games. Anybody, none of you guys have any news, I assume? Uh, nothing I can think of, yeah. Um, actually, well, I'm sorry. Sorry, one more thing. There is Great. one. Ooh. There, there is another GOG news that I probably should go ahead and throw out. Uh, there is a last chance sale for for some of the games that are leaving the GOG catalog. Uh, and they are going to be on sale. They're up to 80% off until September, until 3.59 Greenwich Mean Time on <laughs> September 2nd. Uh and then there's about 30 games that they're gonna that they're dropping from their catalog for various reasons. You can read about yeah. it. But go, anyway, go just go check out the sale. Uh, I don't I don't I don't even recall. I don't even think most of these were. Cla- uh, yeah, I guess a good number of them were classic games. Yeah, they got Summoner on there. Yeah, okay. So a lot of them were classic games, not all of them. Check it out though, because this will be your last chance to grab these on God, because they're dropping them from the catalog. <laughs> and then. Now we're going to move on from news. I had one thing, actually. Okay, now you, well, we'll go back to news for a second. All right. Uh, there is a, I think it's a basically a straight port with updated graphics of the old Shadowgate game, uh, which was a 
like an adventure game uh, back on the Nintendo. Really? I'm not sure if it's an exact port. Uh, it's at least uh, like sort of a remake. Uh, it's very much in the same vein. It's an old Nintendo adventure game, first person. You go around and you've got you've got all these puzzles that you have to solve, and you die constantly. It's kind of like Dragon's Lair, punishing difficulty, or even King's Quest. King's Quest is pretty uh, punishing about that too. Yeah. Uh, it's on Steam right now. It's 10% off it, since it just came out pretty recently. Uh, it's 20 bucks normally, marked down to 18 at the moment. Uh, it's wow. a, a huge, huge graphics improvement over the original. Yeah, I'm if you like some right of the now. old adventure games, uh, highly recommend checking it out. I will probably end up buying this before the podcast is over. <laughs> hey, focus, Robert. <laughs> I'm focused on Shadowgate. Are you? Yeah. Um, Are you? Blake, you never played this? I take it. No, but I have watched uh, one or two people play the original. Okay. The art looks pretty cool. Looks pretty sick. Yeah, the art looks great in the remake. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll keep, we'll keep an eye on this. Maybe I'll play it before the end of the year, Ooh. and we can talk about it on the podcast. You ever think about that? I did, you, yeah. What do you think okay. about that? Do you think it's a good idea? I think it's fine for me. Uh, okay, well, maybe I'll do it then. Right. Fucking teamwork, man. Games. Video games. Video That's games. what we talk about. Let's talk about them. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first and talk about what they've been playing the past week and a half? Let's do alphabetical order. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Blake. Dick Blake. Yeah, that's my name. What's up? Are you talking about uh, Battletoads? Uh, I am indeed. And anything else or just Battletoads? Just Battletoads. Okay. Because you that s- took up enough of my time. You go second then because I want to lead off with something new. So, okay. so listeners don't get bored. And then I don't want to end up with something old either, because we got to leave them hanging to hear what the next person has to talk about. Leave after them hanging talk about, like... <laughs> after we talk about Battletoads. So, <laughs> Jay, you want to go first or you want me to? I can go first. I don't care. It's, it's your right. call. Like, you're, you you're in command here. You do the news. All right, go. All right, so I played uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day for NES. Sweet. And it took me actually quite a long time to find this game, which was really surprising. But... Um, I actually beat the game, which it was incredibly short. I did not know how short it was going into it because I played it a lot as a kid and got very frustrated at a certain... Blake, I know you played this game. I don't think I did. Oh, Mike. Robert, have you played this game? Um, I just pulled up a video of it, so I, okay. I'll be able to tell you in like 10 seconds. There is a legendary level in this game that is probably the biggest frustration you can imagine. So no, I never first... played it. Okay. So it's essentially a beat-em-up. Um, obviously, it's for NES, so you only have two buttons. You can jump or you can punch people in the face. And uh, the cool thing about jumping is you can run up on jump on objects and then jump off the objects on top of the people and crush them, and it does damage. So you can like do that repeatedly, and it's, it's really cool. The downside is the game itself is somewhat poorly constructed to where the when you try and move left or right while you're jumping, sometimes it sticks and doesn't work, and you just jump and stay in the same place and get your ass kicked by a bunch of bad guys. So, like, you get RNG'd a little bit, which is really, really frustrating. Um, the first level is pretty cool. It's just a straight beat-em-up. There's a lot of objects to jump around. You jump on top of stuff. And then the first boss took me, like, five or ten tries to beat. It's essentially this big, big dude who's super-duper slow. But if he hits you, he hits you, like, 30 times in one second and just destroys <laughs> you. So the objective, the whole, the easiest way to beat him that I found, there's two ways. You can either kite him, you, like, punch him in the face, run away, punch him in the face which was really slow, or you just punch him twice, jump behind him, punch him twice, and do that repeatedly, and like keep him spinning in circles. That was really easy. I never, I never got hit pretty much once I figured that out. 
Um, so I was like, cool. I beat the first level. I had maximum lives. I took no damage. So I was like, awesome. I get to go to the second level, and I'm, I'm, on, a, I'm on a good start. Wrong. <laughs> the second level, if you guys remember from the Terminator movie, spoilers, by the way, uh, when Terminator is running from T-1000, and he's in the canal, and T-1000 has the big-ass semi, and yeah. uh, he's on the motorcycle. So that's the premise of the level. That's so not a it's, spoiler. I don't know if it's a spoiler from the movie. I just it's told an you old it's, movie. I'm telling you it's not. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, I hate you, Robert. Um, so you, just said, you basically just said there's an action scene in this action movie. Yeah, but it, all right, whatever. Anyways, I'm I'm just done talking. I'm just gonna mute you. <laughs> um, so in the actual movie, he shoots the locks off of gates and then drives through them. Do you remember? That's that? a spoiler. Kill yourself. <laughs> oh my God. Fired. <laughs> Anyways, so that that's like the main point of this level is like you have to dodge objects in the canal and then you have to shoot the locks off and drive through it. Except for it's incredibly buggy and sometimes when you shoot the log off, lock off and then drive through the open gate, it'll say you hit the wall and you just die. And <laughs> it, this happens like I, I don't even understand. The, some I was like, oh maybe I'm too close. Like I need to shoot the lock further back. So I shot the lock like as far off screen as possible. Nope, still just ran right into the wall that wasn't there and died. So I was like, okay, so this level took me probably the longest part of it. The entire game you could beat in like 20 minutes if you played it through. But the game took me about two and a half hours to beat just because of this one level and, and getting through it. And what's, what's, what is cool about the level is once you get past the part with the lock, T-1000 does drive up on you with a truck and you have to aim backwards and shoot him, like shoot at the vehicle to slow him down, which is pretty cool. And then the level kind of repeats that over and over and over, but obviously it gets more difficult. Took me forever to beat this level, and I was super excited to get to the next one. And uh, from there, it, it kind of had a repetitive notion of, of just doing certain objectives, and, and you're walking around on foot, and, and you know you kill bad guys and stuff. Um, the overall feel of the game was pretty cool. Like I said, the the glitches with the controls was very frustrating. Sometimes you would try and move left or right or jump, and it wouldn't it wouldn't work. It just wouldn't recognize it. So it seems like they may have released the game a little bit too early, or may not have finished testing. Um, the music in the game was really cool, and the sound effects were pretty legit for an NES game that was made in, you know, early 90s. And, um, yeah, the final boss was completely fucking stupid. Um, obviously, spoil. thanks, Robert, spoilers. It's uh, T-1000, <laughs> and if you remember from the movie how they kill him, I'm not going to say it, you essentially have to do that same thing, um, but they don't give you any idea that that's what you have to do. So if you haven't seen the movie, there is no <laughs> idea what you're doing. So you're just like on a platform and you're sitting there beating the shit out of them for 20 minutes and eventually you'll die. But you're like, okay, did I just suck? So then I was like, oh yeah, I remember in the movie they did that. So I did it and it worked. So I was like, yeah, I beat the game. Like he's dead. And then I'm like sitting there for like 15 minutes and I'm like, nothing's happening. Did the game like crash? So I go Google it. And after you beat him, there's like a platform ab above you. You have to jump on it and then jump off screen to the left onto another platform. <laughs> oh my god. So I was like, what oh, okay, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So I was like, alright, that's, I'm glad they, uh, give you some signifiers. And so I was like, okay, so yeah, I beat the game and, um, it was pretty cool. I mean, I played it a lot as a kid, so it was nice to, to beat it, but it was a crazy short game. Like, I think they were like, Hey, let's make a game that's super short to promote Terminator 2. And that's it, that's pretty much what they did. Yeah. It, it was it was intended to be an arcade game too though. Do you know uh who made it? Uh no, I can look it up though. I'm interested if it's LJN. Terminator 2. I'm watching a video of this right now. Uh -huh. and the graphics are terrible. You think it's terrible? I think it's ugly. 
No, it's ugly as fuck. Like, okay. I, it didn't bother me at all. It like what? okay from the... I, I mean, I for watched. what year did it come out? Maybe I'm just watching... Maybe the one I'm just watching is a bad... Maybe, yeah, maybe he just has... I mean, it's... What year was it made? Like, early 90s? Uh... 1992. Probably. That's what know. I'm reading. I don't know. So, I mean, um... Bad. Well... Does... Does... Was it fun, though? I enjoyed it. I mean, I I played it through, so I mean, it might have been... So I played a lot of games this week, and I stopped playing the majority of them and played ended up beating this, so... It was enjoyable. It was frustrating, but did you like? Did you did you guys were you all allowed to see the Terminator movie when you were little, or Terminator Two? I wasn't even allowed to see uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> what? Until I was older. I watched oh it when God. I was a kid. My parents were at home, and now I'm terrified of clowns. So. You watched it? Oh, that is. God, I am terrified of clowns. Dude. When I was little, I guess I was probably ten or uh, nine or ten or something like that when this when Terminator 2 came out, and this was, like, the movie that uh, your parents, like, let you see even if you weren't allowed to see R-rated movies just because it was so awesome. That is hilarious. Yeah. So this was the first R-rated movie I saw. And I watched it on Laserdisc. It was made by Midway, Probe, and Beam Sports. So there was multiple versions for it. Apparently, I played Um, the arcade one. The version I'm looking at... uh, Wait, which one did you play? Arcade? The arcade version? Yeah, I played Midway. Okay, I'm looking at the 8-bit Nintendo version here. Okay, I think that's the one that I was looking at, too, with the terrible yeah. graphics. Oh, okay. Yeah, Maybe. that's very different. Well, I played Judgment Day arcade game. That was Judgment the one that Day I played. That's one I played gotcha. with. Okay. Huh. Well, thanks for making that clear to begin with. Yeah, hey, Robert. Good job. I know everybody who turned the podcast off early is going to go buy the wrong game. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I can't even handle you. Uh, what's your favorite Terminator movie? Eh, I like the newest one, but I didn't really like any of them that much. You like the newest one? Yeah, that was okay. It, was uh, that, it wasn't that bad. It, it got a lot of it got a lot of shit. It wasn't very good, but it wasn't like terrible. I didn't think any of them were that good. So like, I don't know. That's like comparing turds to shit and being like, which one's the <laughs> best? To me, I just didn't really. Th- I think the series is okay. Uh, <laughs> they were cool for its time, I guess. I don't know. Blake, have you ever seen the Sarah Connor Chronicles? I have not. I've heard it is. Oh my god! It was actually really. It's like I actually like that show better than I liked any of the Terminator movies, and I really like the first two Terminators. Did you really like a lot? Uh, no. I mean, I I I think they're really good movies, but I don't like absolutely love them. They're 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 good action movies. You know, I'm not a huge action movie uh, person, but they are very good action movies, and I like watching them. But the the show is really amazing. Um. (laughs) But we'll save that for our other podcast where we talk about Terminator stuff. Okay. Terminator podcast. Yeah, Terminator Yay. podcast. Coming up. Right after this. <laughs> are Blake, we going to a commercial break? We are going to commercial break, and it's okay. going to consist of you talking about Battletoads. Oh, come on. Don't okay, it's not, a, it's not a commercial break. It's prime time. Yes, it's the prime time, baby. <laughs> so... As uh, the frequent listeners of the podcast know, I've been playing some Battletoads, and uh, on Monday of this week, I beat that some bitch. Woo! Oh yeah! Oh. One step for mankind, right there. One huge Did step. It. Oh Did my it. god! I can't. You missed it too, Rob. I can't believe you weren't there. I know. 
Oh, man. Nobody was there. That's the funny thing. I was playing it on stream, and so many of my regulars have been watching me play that, and I've had probably a dozen people come in, and they were like, wait, why aren't you playing Battletoads? Well, because I beat it yesterday. What are you asking for? Oh, my God, I missed it. I had, like, three people that were in my channel that day that left to go, like, make a sandwich, and they missed me beating the game. And now Twitch doesn't record your videos, so they can't go back and watch it. Uh, well, that one is live, actually. I have to go highlight that tonight before I forget. Um, but, yeah, I did somehow, some way, manage to beat it. I am super stoked. I beat it without using any warps, by the way, as well. <laughs> so I beat every single stage in the game on one playthrough. Uh, when I finally beat the game, the last stage, I did it on the last life of my last continue. Wow. Oh, it, it was it was a moment for sure. I thought it was ready? game over. I was so ready to just chuck my controller through a wall. Uh, so where did I leave off last time? I think on the last podcast I was talking about how uh, the elevator shaft sucked. Yeah, yeah, then, the, with yeah. The, uh, uh, the the one with the gears is where you got, um, where you got to. I I was talking about how I beat the elevator shaft once and then I made it to rat race. Okay, uh, so. It eventually got to the point where I was able to clear elevator shaft pretty easily. The boss of the stage is a real dick. Uh, what happens is that you'll hit him, and every time you hit him, he jumps around, like, he bounces away from you. And then he'll bounce off the wall and come back at you. And if he lands on you, if you don't judge where he's going to bounce to properly, he smashes you, and you're dead. And it's really, really frustrating. So it took me a while to get down a good, solid, patient pattern for taking him out. And I still hate him. The stage after that rat race, I probably spent, uh, over the weekend, I practiced a bunch of stages in the game for like six hours. Uh, the rat race one consists of three races against rats and then a rat boss. The first two races against rats are really, really easy. The third one requires all, like, perfect inputs, almost. It's really, really overly precise. That sucks. It sucked ass. I practiced that one two, maybe three hours over the weekend, just that single segment of that specific <laughs> stage. Oh my gosh. It was insane. And when I played it on stream on Monday, I managed to beat it on my first try. So the practice did pay off at least, but that doesn't make that section any stupider. It's Way, way harder than it needs to be, and I hate it. Uh, the other thing, uh, the boss of that stage, he's kind of similar to the one from the previous stage where when you hit him, he jumps away, but this one doesn't bounce off the wall. If you hit him, he'll pretty much run, you'll knock him back up against the wall, he'll fall down, and then he'll charge at you again. And as he takes more and more damage, he starts moving faster, so you kind of have to react to that and move further away from him. Once you get a decent pattern down, he is not too bad. I think he's probably, uh, he's more frustrating when you don't know what you're doing, but he's a lot easier once you have it figured out, once you have the pattern down for him. Uh, then the stage after that is probably one of the most infamous stages in the game. It's Winger Clinger. Oh my god. Winger Clinger. By the way, every stage that's left in this game is a piece of shit, so I am, I do unfortunately have to focus on every single one of the guys about it. It is a bad at this point um winger clinger is where you are riding a unicycle 
away from a big, scary disco ball of doom. I'm watching it. (laughs) What's a thing? It's literally a thing. That's exactly what the stage is. It's The reason it sucks so much is you're riding this unicycle around, and you're riding around on the walls. So you'll hit a 90-degree turn at each of the walls, so you'll be going, say you're going to the right, and then all of a sudden the stage juts up. There's a big wall in front of you. Your bike turns, and now you're driving up the wall. What you have to do at this time is that you have to press the proper direction for wherever your bike is supposed to be going. (laughs) So you have to be holding down right, and then as soon as you get to that 90-degree turn, you have to hit up instantly. Wait. so you have to hold it down? You can't just push it and then let him go and then push no, the next one? No, you have to hold it down <laughs> the entire time. So as soon as you hit this turn, if you don't press that next button within like a half a dozen frames, maybe even less of that turn, you lose a ton of speed. And the Disco Ball of Doom catches up and kills mm. you with one hit. The stage is insane. What the hell? <laughs> it's not that bad when you know what you're doing, but I was playing it on the potato controller. I was playing it on the 360 controller uh, using the 360 D-pad, and as a lot of you probably know, the 360 D-pad is an unprecise piece of shit. (laughs) Good wording. Once I understood the stage, I think I beat it uh, on my second try on stream on Monday. Uh, I only practiced this one for maybe an hour off stream the day before. if you have an old Nintendo controller, I think it would be a lot easier to do that stage. Or if you play it on keyboard, it's going to be a lot easier. So what I had to do, since I wanted to stick with using my controller, I actually took it and I remapped the controls so that the face buttons, A, B, X, Y, were my directional inputs. Interesting. And I was able to do it really, really easily after that. That's pretty cool. With using the D-pad, though, it's basically impossible. This thing's a piece of junk. <laughs> that's pretty funny i never really noticed that about the i only i've only i don't have an xbox but i do have the xbox controller f- for like pc games i never noticed that right. about it yeah the d-pad on that thing is a complete piece of junk unfortunately so i already knew that before i started the stage and after i died a half a dozen times there, i was like okay let's let's switch this up let's see how i do if i remap the controls and after that i started getting the stage down pretty easily. Uh, after you get to the end of the stage, once you hop off of your little crappy unicycle, you have to fight the Disco Ball of Doom. And it's an annoying fight, but again, it's not so bad once you can get the pattern down. Uh, you pretty much throw him into a corner and then punch him and then pick him up and throw him into the corner again. He'll Every once in a while, he'll break out of the combo, and then you just have to dodge him a little bit and hope that you're able to punch him before he lands on you and kills you instantly. <laughs> awesome! I do not yeah. envy you for playing. I I don't no. envy me either. Oh my god! <laughs> so after the terribleness that is Winger Klinger, you're at the final stage. Okay. So basically, the final stage. Uh, the real quote, real final stage is actually the final boss fight. Uh, but this stage, uh, the actual stage stage, sucks ass. Big surprise. It involves you climbing up a giant tower. And the reason this sucks so bad is because it's old school Nintendo stuff. And if, uh, let's say like in Nintendo, if you move to the right, uh, like in Mario, you can't move back to the left. 
If you're scrolling up a level, you can't scroll back down. I'm looking at you stage two of Contra. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, even though the world below you still should exist, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's a giant pit of death every time you're climbing this thing now. Uh, and there are a bunch of, like, all of the enemies here are instant death as well. There's a big leaping imp guy who opens his mouth, and if you get anywhere near him when he's got his mouth open, he instantly eats you and kills you. Uh, it's a very, very, very long stage with tons of instant death shit, and there's, like, two checkpoints in the whole thing, and it's incredibly long. You can probably go through maybe three, four, maybe even five minutes of the stage and then die and lose all of that progress. It is brutal as hell. And <laughs> there's just moments where, like, you'll take a you'll take a small little hop and it'll be enough to scroll the screen up too far. <laughs> and, if you, and if you don't make the platform that you're supposed to make it up to when you jump at that moment, that's it. You're dead. Even though you were just on the ground and it scrolled <laughs> off by like two pixels. Oh, my oh man, I could, there are so many hazards in this stage. I can't even remember it all. Uh, I won't get into it too much. Basically, it's a giant tower climb, and if you screw up once, you die. And good luck getting through it all again. So I did eventually manage to beat this stage on the stream on my last continue, and I'd even taken the time to farm up uh, three extra one ups on the stage. <laughs> And then I ended up dying stupidly twice in a row uh, as I was climbing the tower. So I got to the last fight with three lives. And you get to the last fight, the last stage, and it's the Dark Queen. And basically what she does, she's another instant kill. If she touches you, it's almost guaranteed that she's going to combo you until you're dead. She turns into a tornado. She bounces around the screen randomly. It's a really, really stupid fight. Uh, and all you can do is like sit in one of the corners and hope she doesn't come close to you. Wow. And you have to go up and punch her. I think she's got like 25-ish hit points. And every what? time you hit her, it's it takes a long time to kill her. It might even be more than that. It might be like 30. Uh, she takes a long time to kill. And this whole time, you've just got to hope for the best and hope that she never touches you. It blows. And what happened, I got down to my last life and I was like, this is it. I'm this. I'm done. I'm going to die here again. She's going to touch me, and that's going to be game over. And right before I killed her, she came within, like, six pixels of touching me <laughs> on my last life. And I was like, don't do it. No, no, no. And she stopped spinning, and she moved away. And I ran up, and I punched her right in her stupid shiny boots and knocked her the fuck out. Boots? And I was like, I, I, I did it? She's dead? I didn't lose? And then... The worst possible thing, almost, that could have happened, happened. I forgot that once you knock her out, she falls off the screen to the bottom, and then she comes back up right up the middle <laughs> for one final attack. And there's nothing – you don't need to hit her or anything like that. She just comes up the middle just for fun in case you put down the controller in celebration. <laughs> she comes up the damn middle while I'm going, woo! And she hits me twice. And if she had hit me one more time, <laughs> it would have killed me and game over me. Oh my gosh. I could not believe that I didn't die to that at that point. I was, 
the most stoked I think I've ever been to finish a game. Ugh. That game, it's it's brutal and I hate it. And oh my god, I'm so glad to be done with it. I mean, uh, all right. In closing, I do want to say a few things. The game has like four major problems. I want to see if I can remember all of them that I hated so much. Uh, I think the big one, and I talked about it a lot in these last few stages. Yeah, you've got a life bar, but everything is instant death anyway, or very nearly. So the life bar is inconsequential. Except for like the first two or three levels. Yeah. By the time you get through, maybe even just halfway through the game, maybe not even that far, everything starts killing you instantly. It's really, really stupid. And uh, Ninja Gaiden also has this problem. But Ninja Gaiden, except for Ninja Gaiden 3, doesn't have Battletoad's other glaring, awful flaw. And that is having all of this crazy difficulty while having limited continues. Uh, old games like Ninja Gaiden were okay to a degree because they would let you start over and over and over and over and over and over and over until you turned off the system. Battletoads doesn't give you that luxury. You've got three continues, and you'd better damn well use them properly. Those are the two biggest issues of the game. Uh, the other one I can remember right now that I really hated, uh, but that wasn't as big of a problem... Oh, I remember the other two now. The other one that I uh, was talking about now is uh, the hitboxes. The collision detection in general on the game is some of the worst I've ever seen in any video game. There are enemies, uh, specifically the elevator shaft, where I would be punching at them. I would watch my fists go halfway through the enemy's body, and the little bastards wouldn't die. Because I wasn't close enough. And the same thing just happened with Every enemy in the game, over and over and over again. Uh, I think it, it was probably the worst in the elevator shaft, but it was just horribly designed in that fashion. And that hitbox collision detection wasn't just for attacks. It also made the platforming a real problem. Uh, there were times where it would look like I was landing on a platform, no problem, and then I would just fall right through the thing, <laughs> all to my death. Shoutouts to the elevator shaft. And the second to last. I love these shoutouts today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Uh, so, the collision detection for jumping in a game with uh, platforming that is that much of a either you land or you die kind of a situation is really, really shitty. Uh, the final big problem I had with the game is the controls are pretty shitty. Overall, they're not terrible. I mean, you've got your run, or you've got your jump, you've got your punch, and you've got your movement. The thing that really, really blows about the game's controls is double tapping to run. And I didn't realize it until I played Battletoads, but I think this is the game that made me hate that design. Oh, I think, oh, I had forgotten about that, but I remember that now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, very finicky on detecting when you've double tapped and when you haven't. So there would be times that I was trying to inch forward on a platform, and I would tap the button, <laughs> and the little bastard would run off. And I was like, I, I, I'm so close to smashing my monitor right now. Just don't do it. Just fight it. It's going to be okay. Oh, my God. It was infuriating. That's and then good. there are times where I would double tap the button, I guess, too quickly, and he wouldn't run when I needed him to. <laughs> so, so that's Battletoads. Aside from those oh issues, gosh. I actually enjoy the game. 
I don't mind any of those design problems as an individual thing, but when they all come together to form Battletoads, uh, it's a bad time. Overall, the game is actually... I never want to play this game ever. (laughs) It's funny because, like, overall, a lot of the mechanics are pretty good, and, like, the fighting, like, just the straight-up beat-em-up parts are fun, and they do a lot of, like, really interesting things that are, like, cool and fun, but they just made it so fucking impossible that that nobody, like... 90% 90% of the people I bet who've played this game have only have not gotten past, like, 20% of the game. Yeah. 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 Third stage. I and if they do, then they're just fucked even worse once they get to, <laughs> once they get any farther. I had multiple people come into my stream while I was playing it, and they were like, oh, man, I've never made it past Turbo Tunnel. Yep. And I was like, dude, I know that pain. Trust yep. me. It gets worse. Like, overall, the game is actually really, really cool. It's got a lot of awesome mechanics, but then it's just so stupid bullshit hard that it ruins it. Like, it's a beat-em-up where it's got all these interesting new ideas that it throws at you, like, every other stage. The first stage is just a classic little beat-em-up. you got to jump over a pit or two. Even the boss of that stage is actually a really awesome idea. Because it's it all of a sudden turns it into like a first person game where you're oh, yeah. inside the robot that you're fighting against, yeah. uh, and your toad is like running around outside, and you have to dodge the shots that are coming from your perspective. It looks like, which is awesome. The second stage has you descending down this giant crater uh, on like a rope, and you're just swinging around, smacking enemies in the face and stuff. Really cool design. The next stage, you got the turbo tunnel thing. Which is a good idea, having uh, this big, fast bike section. Uh, And then the stage after that, you got your ice stage. Uh, What's after that? Uh, Not snake pit. Oh, it's the surfboard stage, which is an okay idea. It's kind of like turbo tunnel, but you can't jump. And then snake pit, where you have to ride these snakes around and figure out where they're going. Oh, that part was brutal. I watched that. That part, it's, it's all just memorization of knowing... This snake is going to go over here, and this one is jump, going to jump here, and this one is super fast, so i got to be ready to jump on the spikes that are in front of it. Which is, like, riding the snakes around is a cool idea, but punishing the player as hard as that stage does was just shit. And that's one of the things that I actually want to like the game, because all those design choices. But then there's the shit like Limited Continues, where I just want to give old-school Rare the middle finger. And just straight up being impossible all around. Yeah, yeah. Brutal game with some good ideas. Just so, brutal. so have you, uh, how many games have you beaten that are harder than Battletoads? Oh, man. Battletoads might be the hardest game I've ever beaten. <laughs> really? Yeah. The most overly, ridiculously punishing game that I have ever played and beaten. Like, I've played Dark Souls 1 and 2. They're hard, Sure. Uh, Binding of Isaac, pretty hard. Tales of Magi all hard and random and blah, blah, blah. Battletoads is just in a level of unfair stupid difficulty that the other ones don't want to try to emulate. That's pretty funny. That's amazing. So this is the hardest game you think maybe that you've ever beat. Yeah. Like, I, from a purely design perspective, I think it might be harder than say, I want to be the guy, or I want to be the boshi. Ooh, uh-huh. really? Yeah. Because at least with those, you're you're never losing progress. True. It's not like uh, if you make it to world six of I want to be the boshi, and you game over, 
because uh, I can't even remember which what World Six has in it. Uh, that might be the one with Count uh, the Count. And if you die to the Count too many times, you have to go all the way back to World One. That's what Battletoads is, <laughs> and that's why it sucks. <laughs> well, damn. That's pretty. Uh, I think that's pretty good. That's a pretty cool accomplishment. It's pretty good. There's probably like six people in the world who've ever beat Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a few more than that. Maybe uh, more than six. Beating Not, at Warpless, I am pretty proud of that too. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good too. Uh, all right. Well, so Battletoads. You ever gonna play? Oh, again? Are you ever gonna touch anything Battletoads related? Again, oh, ever. God, everybody was like, oh, you should play Battletoads and Double Dragon and Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. And I was like, fuck you. Uh, I uh, might. Yeah. I might down the line. <laughs> and, uh, hell, maybe I'll even speedrun Battletoads at some point. Why Holy not? Holy shit. <laughs> You're a madman, Blake. You're a madman. That's get crazy. Uh. Well, alright, that's a, uh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything interesting to say just now. Thanks. So why don't we move on? <laughs> <laughs> anything else, or is that is that it? No, I think that's it. That okay. pretty much sums it up. All right, so it's my turn, and uh, so what I have to say is fuck King's Quest Five. <laughs> this game gives point and click adventure games a bad name. Oh boy. Now, which one is this? Who are you playing as in this one? I don't know his name. King? The King? Okay, so you're the king in that one. Yeah, yeah, you are the king. This is this is the first one that wasn't the old, uh, like, type-in commands style uh Yeah, the first point game. and click. Right, you're right. Yeah, right, so, the, yeah. so King's Quest 1 through 4 were all that old, like, really, like, way too bright graphics that looks like they were made in paint and like only use cyan and pink. <laughs> uh, that's how like the old space quest ones were too. And this was the first kind of like actual, you're using a mouse and you, know, you don't have to type in what your commands are. You don't have to just guess. First of all, what your commands are, you get to type them in and you don't have to type them in. It's actually like what you think of when you think of a point and click adventure game. This was the one, this was the, actually the only King's quest game that I owned when I was younger. And, uh, you know, just in general, the Sierra games, uh, you know, there were Sierra and LucasArts were the, were the two big point and click, uh, companies. And the Sierra ones were always a lot harder, partially because they had death states, whereas the LucasArts ones did not. But also just, for just, they were just straight up harder and really harder for stupid fucking reasons. So King's Quest V starts off and a, Wizard just like so you're the king and the king is like out on a walk or something. You're you're like an adventurous king. You're not just like a king who sits in his castle all day. Anyway, you're out on a walk or doing some doing something or whatever. While you're gone, a magician appears out of nowhere and does a spell and just makes your whole fucking castle disappear. And then he and then he like just disappears himself and he leaves. So you get back from your walk and your whole entire castle's gone and a an owl wearing a vest and a monocle flies up and tells you that this evil wizard, uh, Mordak, I want to say his name is, came and made your castle disappear. Uh, but, but he's, but he knows a wizard named, uh, I think Crispin or something like that 
who uh, who can help you out. So, oh, and by the way, there, it's it's voice acted, and the voice acting. Uh, this was the same case. Uh, this was the same the same case with Space Quest Four. The voice acting is horrible. It sounds like they just like grabbed random developers or like guys from around the office to do the voices. So the owl was like, oh, oh, I saw the. Uh, I saw Mordak, he came and made your castle disappear, but I can help you, come on! And, like, that's literally exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> it actually is, yeah. <laughs> so, so you've seen it, or you've played it a little bit? Um, I've seen some other people play it, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's actually accurate. So he gives you some stuff to make you fly, so he can take you over, like, really way far away, some other place, and... He introduces you to his, like, master, who's, like, this wizard. Like, basically, he's his owner. And the wizard's like, well, all I Like, basically, it's it's just fucking pointless. The wizard gives you a wand that doesn't work, and he's like, sorry, that's all I can do. Good luck on your adventure. And then then you're supposed to just, like, walk around and do, like, whatever. Um, You don't really know what's going on. I mean, like, you know you want to save your castle, but you don't know... You know that you're supposed to cross some mountains to get there, and that's really... That's really all there is to it, which that's another problem with uh, with this game that that really all of the LucasArts games got right was in this game, you start off and the story starts with the wizard making your castle disappear. And then the goal is to find your castle. And that's the extent of the story. All the stuff that happens in between is just like randomly clicking on objects and hoping something works on something else. Whereas the LucasArts games, like the story actually unfolds as you play it and it's like, this, you know, it kind of keeps going and it keeps you interested along the way. This one doesn't do that. It's like, here's lots of random shit and hope you can figure out what objects you're supposed to use on what other random objects. So, like, there is, uh, and, and so, so a lot of the, a lot of the puzzles are really random and the other, they're either like really random and like don't make sense or they're like blatantly obvious to figure it out and they basically tell you what to do. So, like, for instance, there's this one part on this little, in this little town that you're walking around. There's this one screen where there is a, uh, uh, like, a big sandcastle of ants. It's like ants built a little castle for themselves, and they're kind of crawling all over it, and, uh, and that's really all there is to it. And on another screen, on some other part of the game, there's a stick on the ground, which you, want, which you pick up. Then after you have the stick, whenever you go back to the screen with the uh, ant sandcastle on it, there's a dog, like, attacking the ants. And it's like, oh, I wonder if I'm supposed to use this stick on the dog, because this just happened now that I have this stick. (laughs) Of course, you throw the stick at the dog, and he catches it and runs off, and the ants, like, thank you for saving them, and they do something to help you out. The same exact thing happens later with, like, a bear attacking some bees right after you pick up a fish. Um, the really stupid and impossible parts come, uh, like, there will be barrels, there's a barrel at one point that you have to click on that really doesn't look like something that you're able to click on, there's, like, nothing to, to make it stand out at all, uh, there are, so there's this one part, there's a desert, and the desert is, if you walk five so the desert consists of, like, lots of screens. Like, you go up, down, left, right, and you're still in the desert unless you, like, go all the way back to where you came from. Um, if I think, I want to say five screens. If you walk five screens without finding an oasis, then you die of thirst. The desert 
is seven by ten screens large, and there are three oases in the desert. So out of 70 oh, screens, and there's no map whatsoever. Oh, my God. So you just have to find these three random oases that are in a that are in somewhere among 70 screens of desert. And there are three other things that you have to actually find in the desert. And that's it. So 70 screens, you have to find three oases so that you can keep going without dying, and three actual, like, places of interest. Like, one of them, you get an object. One of them, you have to go, and you have to, to, in order to advance this part of the game, on the screen you're on, you just have to, like, hang around there and just sit around for a minute. And if you, if there's nothing to do, so there's nothing that would keep you just sitting there, but you just have to hang around for like a minute, and then it says something like, you hear footsteps, or you hear like horses coming. And then you have to hide behind something when the horses get there, and then you have to like watch them uh, get into this big door to figure out how they got in the door. Uh, and that brings up another really, the, the word, the absolute worst part of this game is there are so many things that if you uh, miss something, then the game is uh, is completely ruined, and you cannot, you will not be able to beat the game, and you there's no way to go back and do what whatever it was you were supposed to do, and there's no indication that you missed anything, ever. So if you missed it, you might just keep playing the game forever, trying to figure out other puzzles. That you can't do because you didn't do this one thing at this one specific time. For instance, the bandits that you hear on the horses, they open this uh, this big giant like magical door uh, that's kind of like this, in this sort of castle-like place in the desert that you can find. When they open it, you have to go back to their uh, bandit camp, assuming you can ever find out where the hell it is. And you have to steal like a rod from the bandits that they use to open the door. Got to go back to the little castle, and you use this rod to open this giant door. And when you use it, the rod breaks, so that's the only time you can use it. You walk inside, and there's all this treasure. One of the things really close to you is a bottle that you have to pick up. You pick up the bottle, and when I did this, I looked around for a second. I picked up the bottle, and I was kind of like, you know, looking around, like, seeing if there's anything else that looked like I needed to to click on. And then uh, the voice, the, the narrator of the game says... Uh, you hear the, like, door rumbling or something. You better get out of there quick before it shuts you in forever. So I was like, fuck this. Okay, I'm getting out. So I walk out the door. I remember this part. (laughs) Little (laughs) (laughs) And there's, like, a gem that you have to grab or something. There's a gold coin. That's what it was, yeah. Have to grab. And it is one pixel. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's one pixel large next to the other thing that you pick up. And you have to have it to, to to progress in the game. And that door is locked forever yep. after it closes when you exactly. leave there. Yes. You can never so get back in. So you grab it during that small time frame, or that's it. Your game is done. Yeah. And, you, and, and again, there's nothing that will ever tell you that there's something that you're missing. You might yeah. just keep playing forever thinking you just can't figure out the puzzles. There's another one where randomly in this in this one spot and on this one screen, it it happens. It's, it's random when it happens. Uh, the, the narrator says, 
you hear a cat chasing a mouse all of a sudden or something like that. And a cat and a mouse run onto the screen. Nice. And then the cat grabs the mouse and, and catches it and runs off with it. Uh, you were supposed to throw a boot at the cat <laughs> to save the rat, because then later the rat saves you from these oh, bad guys. Oh, of course. You, of course. It's so that obvious. That's incredibly obvious. Yeah, Robert. But in this three-second span where the cat chases the rat and catches it, if you didn't think, oh, I better throw a boot, then you're fucked because the, cat, the rat's dead and he can't save you and you'll die when you talk to these bad guys. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know. Uh, one of the one more example of this that's particularly funny is very late in the game. There's a, a yeti, and you defeat the yeti by throwing a pie in his face. Okay. Okay. And this isn't like a. Fu- I mean, there are funny things to this game. It's not just like a stupid, like wacky comedy game, kind of like Space Quest, where like this would kind of make sense in some way because it's funny. No, it's just like you throw a pie in his face and he like falls off a cliff. The pie. You get at the – it was actually the first, like, puzzle thing that I figured out how to get a pie. It's, like, one of the very first things you do in the game, okay? But if you want to eat the pie, it'll let you eat the pie. <laughs> and then you just don't have the pie for this place, for this part that's, like, 20 hours later in the game. Oh, I'm never playing either of your games. Congratulations. <laughs> Because I remember when I was younger, I thought that was how you uh, could get farther in the desert. Like, instead of have, instead of finding an oasis, which I never found, I was like, oh, if I eat a pie, then I can go a little bit farther. And it was just like, oh, the, you like the pie is delicious or something, and then you lose the pie and you don't have it. Of course it. the pie is delicious. It's a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Captain Obvious over there. Uh, there's one part. So, so, just to be clear, I didn't beat this game. When I was about probably... I'd played probably for about five hours and realized that the fucking rat I hadn't saved, I was supposed to throw a boot at the cat to save him. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this, I'm not playing anymore. I'm just going to watch mm-hmm. a video. I'm just going to watch, you know, like a playthrough of it. Near the end of the game, there is a... Uh, so you've got this wand that I told you about that the, that the, that the good wizard gave you, and it, the wand doesn't work. Near the end of the game, you find basically like a wand recharger... And you place there, there's a place to put the wand, pretty obvious. And then there's two other things. There's like some water boiling or something like that in the middle. And then there's like another little platform on the side. On the other little platform, you you like sprinkle some magic dust or something. Alright? That's not too, that's not too incredibly random either. For the water, you're supposed to drop a block of moldy cheese into it. What? And that, and that makes it work. What? I mean, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That makes it recharge your damn wand. What the fuck? So you can fight the... I'm so confused guy. right now. <sighs> I am too. I this game play. is fucking terrible. <laughs> I feel like you could have just said that from the start. and uh, I did! You were That's true. You had walked away. No, I was here. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you should have said it in all capitals, though. Okay. Yeah, it would have been more appropriate. This is what people are talking about when they say, oh, yeah, adventure games, those are a lot of fun. Looking through your inventory and just trying to combine every object you own with every other object. This is <laughs> I think exactly... those are the same people that like Minecraft, which <laughs> is those people we hate. <laughs> uh, 13-year-olds? 
<laughs> exactly. So King's Quest V, uh, I have, I mean, I, there are good things about it. There, the, the bad parts about it are so bad that it, oops, I dropped my microphone. The bad parts about this game are so bad that I don't even want to talk about the good parts. It's just terrible game design. Sounds like you need to pick some better games, Robert, just saying. I do. I wanted to do a point and click adventure game because I love them and I haven't done one in a while. And I was like, King's Quest V. I, I heard I Monkey had, Island's pretty good. I, Monkey Island's fucking amazing. <laughs> Best game ever made. Play Mist. <laughs> Mist is awesome too. I played that like a year ago. Have you talked about it? No, I haven't talked about it yet. I'm going to play it before you and beat you to it. Oh my gosh. And I'm thinking, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go on to the next King's Quest to see if they get any better. I don't think I can do it right now. I think i got to play something different. If you do that, what you should do is you should make a noose, tie it around your neck, get it all set to go, and then that way, if it sucks, you can just kick your feet away from your desk and fall out of your computer chair and well, die. Wait, what do I do? Am I, aren't I supposed to throw a piece of cheese at it first before I do that? You could do that, but you need the water first, and it has to be more <laughs> than cheese. Otherwise, it doesn't work. But I, but I already drank the water. Oh, okay. Then you have to use the pie, because pies are... Apparently delicious. I already ate the pie, too. Oh, jeez. You're a fatty. You're dead. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> That's really it. I don't have anything else to say. Good. It's terrible. Any questions? Nope. I really... Uh, the, the King's Quest games have a pretty strong following, especially uh, those and the Space Quest games, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm... I'm re- you know, I really want to see if they get any better or if it's just kind of purely nostalgia why people love it so much. Like I said, I this was the only one that I owned. Uh, I, I think I'm going to have to wait a little while, though. I'm going to play something else first. Oh, yeah. But we'll get, we'll come back to King's Quest, and we'll, okay. see if they, we'll see if they get any better. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on to uh, top threes. Top three. Top three. Star Wars games. Star Wars games. Are you going to echo everything I say? Don't even try it, you fancy clown. I was going to, but then I couldn't do it on that part. You know how I said I'm terrified of It, by the way? I had a dream that It found me and slipped my throat the other night. What I woke up fuck? terrified. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, it was a rough dream. <laughs> That's pretty intense. And I was in a bathroom where there was no stalls open, so it was already like an awkward situation. That's where you slept? No, no, I was in a... I, no, I was I was dreaming that I was in a bathroom and I had to poop and there was no stalls open. <laughs> and it was like I was already like, well, this sucks. And then I just see It and... Yep, and he just slipped my throat with a barbed wire. And then I bet you didn't have any problems pooping when you saw him. Oh, I pooped my pants straight <laughs> away. Don't you worry. Yep, there you go. Thanks for the sound effect. There you go. Soundboard. That's what it sounds like, Blake. You're right. <laughs> I am right. Thank you. Oh, God. Anyways, top three Star Wars games starting the third one. Robert, go. All right, I'll go. Uh, number three, uh, Super Empire Strikes Back. The Super wait, Star wait. Super Empire Strikes Back. This was the Super okay. Nintendo one. They had the, trilo- the, the trilogy on Super Nintendo. Okay. The first I one... I said mine. He scared me. The first one uh, was pretty good. I, I remember having a lot of trouble on the, uh, on the sand crawler level, where it's basically like a big platforming part that's really hard. Um, but the second one, when uh, Empire Strikes Back came out, like, you start off... Like, Luke starts off with his lightsaber, so you're already like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then, like, there's the... You get to ride the Tauntaun, if I'm not mistaken, like... It was like yeah, I think you did actually. I remember that. It was a lot more like fair of a game. It wasn't like just really impossible. It wasn't well. I don't think the original one was impossible. It wasn't as hard. It was just like straight up a lot more fun to me. Aww. Yeah, Empire Strikes. All those they did a really good job on all those games, but this one was my favorite. 
One of those is on my list, so if we're think- if I'm thinking the right series. Anyways, Blake, numero three, go. So Blake, we should clarify, has only played two Star Wars games. <laughs> so for his number three, he's picking one based purely on conjecture. Well, I've actually played like half a dozen, but what? It, well, yeah, but the thing he's is. No, I'm not actually. No, I mean before when you oh, said he before, played. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, before, yeah. Okay. It's just that I don't like a lot of the ones that I have played. I went back trying to make this list. The worst part was that uh, our rule for the uh, for the podcast is that we try to pick games that are ten years old. Or, oh, okay. Uh, and so I was going to make my list, and I was like, <coughs> "All right, you know what? I really liked Knights of the Old Republic too. That's a pretty easy answer." That came out nine years ago. I was like, all right, <laughs> since I'm just supposed to, like, bullshit one of my choices anyway, I've heard really good things about Battlefront 2. I've always wanted to play it. The Steam servers have been shut down, though. Oh, Battlefront 2 came out. <laughs> I was just ago. about to say that. <laughs> Shit. So the rest of my list is, uh, like, one or two games that are like, eh, whatever, and then one good one. So my number three game is actually uh, the original Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, cool. Uh, um, it wasn't a, a fantastic game. It's not one of my favorite RPGs ever, but it was at least fun enough. I enjoy, uh, I enjoy the idea of having, uh, like the Star Wars setting thrown into a computer RPG environment. And I'm not the biggest fan of Bioware. Uh, I much prefer the writing that Obsidian did in Knights of the Old Republic 2 and the story that they told there and the characters. But, uh, overall, Knights of the Old Republic 1. Pretty enjoyable experience. Fun computer RPG game with a uh, Star Wars motif. Yeah, this game was that that one was huge when it when it originally came <clears throat> when it originally came out because it did a lot yeah. of stuff that like game or especially Star Wars games like hadn't really done at that point. It's like you could be a good Jedi or a dark Jedi, and like you got to choose like what path you take and like all this stuff. Yeah, uh, it kind of paved the way for that whole system. I feel like it really popularized yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And so now playing it, it's just kind of like it's you know it's like you said it's not bad, but it's not there's nothing special about it anymore. But it was really influential at the time. Right, right, Jay. I agree, but no, not at all. <laughs> it's not well good, put. but it's not right. bad, but it's not good. I mean, that's that's pretty much how I can say it. Well, yeah, I agree. Basically, I already I mean, said that. That's, that's pretty <laughs> it's much. It's not a great game, but it was also actually uh, very, very influential, and it was a very cool idea. Yeah. And a great first entry. Yeah. 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 It had a cool uh, H. What was it? HK forty seven? Is that was that the robot? Yes, that was the robot. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Shut up, meatbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay. What's up? What's your third favorite classic Star Wars game? I'm going to go with Star Wars Shadows of the Empire 4 N64. Um, I didn't play this one a whole lot. I actually watched more people play this, but I enjoyed playing it the little bit that I did, and I thought it was super-duper cool when I did. Plus, it was for N64, which is good days. Did you ever play this one, Robert? I'm looking it up. Uh, Sounds familiar? Oh, I hated this game. This game was terrible. What did you not like about it? It it sucked. Really? I enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure it sucked. Like, okay. <laughs> I think it just sucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, oh, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's been most of my life story. So. All I remember is this screenshot that I'm looking at and me thinking that the game sucked. That's what I think of when I think of you, though. When I see a picture of you, I'm like, oh, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. Well, 
You're not wrong. Well, I'm not trying to sell people to myself. Sell myself to people. <laughs> sell myself. <laughs> I like your first wording way better. I don't cost 50 bucks either. 50? Dude, that, that's like twice as much as last time. <laughs> uh, okay. That was a horrible one, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now. Damn! <laughs> Robert is just on a fucking streak tonight, dude. <laughs> my second, him. my second favorite Star Wars game is, uh, and this is probably true, even counting the more modern ones, is, uh, Jedi Knight, The Mysteries of the Sith. Uh, or actually, I think it's Dark Forces Jedi Knight. Uh, no, I think it's just called Jedi Knight Mysteries of the Sith. Uh, this was an expansion for Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. And, which if you add those, if you do include all those words and then put Mysteries of the Sith on the end, there's three colons in that title. <laughs> it's a uh, lot of pooping. I think you have to try. <laughs> um, the, so Dark Forces 2 was like, it was a pretty good first person shooter. Yeah, I don't think it was really anything special. So it took me a long time before I played Mysteries of the Sith. Like I bought it and like played the first level and just kind of got tired of it. Then I eventually returned to it a little while after I originally bought it and I started playing it. And once I got like a little bit fast, just like a little bit past just the first, very first part of the game, I was like, wow, this is really an awesome game. It's a shooter or it's a first person, uh, shooter. Although I say shooter, you do get a lightsaber. Uh, but like the story was really, really good. Like a lot of the, uh, like Dark Forces 2 and their first Dark Forces, they had stories, but it wasn't like really strong. This one was one that, like, really grabbed me, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually a really fun game. Like, I'm really kind of sucked into what's going on now. And, uh, that's, 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 that's mostly why it, it had a really good story. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Lake Sun? Uh, my number two game is Episode One, The Phantom Menace Pinball Game. <laughs> I like, I actually did play this game. Yeah, it was a cool game. I about Even this if it game. was based on that steaming pile movie, whoa, uh, whoa. the game itself. Uh oh. No, no, I'm good. Keep talking. Okay, I all right, all right. I don't uh, think you said that as if that was like a controversial thing to say. Which yeah, it's like uh, who likes episode one? Really? <laughs> no one listening to this podcast is going to be upset about that. If you if are going to get the most hate mail ever, watch Blake. If you are, be sure to contact me. Uh, I'm at J Totoro on Twitter. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Totoro. So, I'm glad a lot of people will know how to spell that. I'm glad. Let's do this. Are, <laughs> Plus, are it's Jmaro Pro. So what? Uh, oh, there you go. What's your I'm changing what's your, it right now? What's your BattleNet ID? <laughs> Shut up, brother. <laughs> oh man, um, it was just a cool pinball game that I played at this bar that was in uh town where I was going to high school. My dad would uh, would go to the bar to hang out with some friends sometimes. We'd play air hockey, and they had this pinball game there, and I'd play it a lot, and I had a lot of fun with it. So this is an That's actual this is an actual pinball machine. Yep. Yeah, it was a it's an actual pinball machine. Not like a a pinball game like you would load up on PlayStation or something. Right. Hey Blake, you know who sucks at air hockey? Uh everybody? Robert? <laughs> We're one and one. Boss, next time I see you, going down. Did the pinball machine have a picture of Annie on it? It did, unfortunately. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. Did it have a pod racer? Uh, I think so. It had Darth Was... Maul, it had a pod racer, Anakin. Did it have Jar Jar Binks? I think... Unfortunately. Yeah, I think he was like somewhere in the background or something. Yeah. 
It had like most of the main characters. And then it had Princess Amadamadala. Amadala. <laughs> Ramalama Ding Dong. AKA Natalie Portman. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Jay. Jay, what's your, uh. Numero 2. Yeah, Blake, your... I'm actually surprised why, like, I know Battlefront 2 is definitely better than the first one, but you didn't even enjoy the first one at all. I've never played either of them. Is the oh, problem. okay. Yeah. Well, my number two is Battlefront, the first one, because it's much older than the second one. It was still good. The second one was definitely way better, like, in terms of, like, gameplay and enjoyment, but the first one, the, when it came out, was, like, exactly what everybody wanted to do. Like, it was the exact game type that they had, that hadn't been done properly so far, and. I've spent tons and tons of hours playing this game, like, unbelievable amounts of time. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm going to play this soon. I own it, but I, I I haven't played it yet. I've never played it. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh, my God. I actually do want to, Like, I, I had the second one, and I still want to play that again, too. But it's not old enough. Uh, Blake, do you like Star Wars? Yeah. Okay. I grew up on Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Okay. For some, I've just okay. never played a lot of the games. That's, that's interesting, because most Star Wars fans have played, like, at least, like, 15 oh, or 20 of the game. Yeah. yeah. Like, I avoided them. I had a bad taste in my mouth because stuff like X-Men by LJN, licensed <laughs> games, just uh, okay. did not do anything for me. Hey, that was, the you're a smart Batman. kid, then. Yeah. There's... I learned fast. I don't think any other kid under the age of, like, 20 ever, like, ever caught on to that back in the day. <laughs> ever. I did very quickly because... That's good. Uh, Disappointment. I, I got better things to do than that. There you go. All at six Final years Fantasy old, Blake has a lot to do. He was streaming at six. Did you know that, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was streaming before it was a thing. I was I was yep. the first one. Yep. He created Twitch. He is God. Holy shit. Um, so, Blake, are you te- technically an Amazon employee now? Um, I don't really know. I don't know what kind of benefits that's going to bring. Probably I'm just told because it's, it's going to be really cool. I- Anyways. How do you want to know how you feel about the acquisition? Uh, it's better than Google. Oh, that's what everybody says. I'm so glad. That's very it's true. true. It's it the best opinion true. to have. It's the true opinion. Uh, it's the correct one. Anyways. <laughs> number one. Blake <laughs> number Court. one. What? Wait, no, I don't go first. Didn't I? Yeah, you went first, didn't you? No. I think so. What? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought you went first. Well, first I went girl. last. <laughs> I'll go first. I know you went last. All right, Robert. My favorite this. Star Wars game is also my third favorite game of all time, which mm-hmm. I mentioned. It's a point-and-click adventure. No. <laughs> There's no... There, you know, that, that's pretty interesting, though. They that's never, interesting, yeah. There's no Star Wars point-and-click that I know of. I never thought of that. Oh, we got a marketing scheme. Done. Make it. Okay, We're that brings up a question. Over. I have a question for you guys real quick. Okay. Uh, Do you remember... I've tried to find this game, and I have not been able, like, I, like I've been able to find, like, just the title of it or anything on the internet, and I haven't been able to. Uh, ar- like, around the same time that, like, uh, Monkey Island, like, all these other games came out, like, when we were younger, there was a Star Trek point-and-click adventure game that came out. Uh, I never played it. I, I never liked Star Trek, really. Uh, and it was $100. Wow. What? Do you do either of you remember this? No. Okay. I I was too young, I think. This is my like white whale. You should Holy either post grail. it on a forum or now that you said it on the podcast, hopefully somebody can get back to you. Yeah, hopefully like, one of our awesome awesome listeners who paid a hundred dollars for the Star Trek game, I want to know how it was and what it was called. The only Star Trek game I can think of, the old ones, is like uh the Nintendo one. 
Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> that one was. I think. I think I was. Was there an uh, angry video game nerd episode about that one? Yes, there was. <laughs> that's the only reason I know of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's about oh. as bad as King's Quest Five. Just oh, man. about seems like. Um, anyway, so my first, fa- my favorite Star Wars game ever is Tie Fighter. Um, really? Yeah. All of the X-Wing and X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, TIE Fighter games were amazing. TIE Fighter was definitely the best, like, hands down, like, everybody agrees that that was the best one. Uh, it, it was a, like, space combat sim. Yeah, I, I looked at this game, I was wondering if you were gonna talk about it. Oh yeah, it was definitely my favorite. It was cool. like, it's, like I said, it's my, this, my third favorite game that I've ever played, so. Just all the detail it goes into, like, the, the control you have over your ship. Uh, how you can, like, divert energy from, like, engines to this or that, or, and just, the combat itself was really good, it was just all around amazing game. And even had a really good story, too. Blake? My number one Star Wars game, and actually just an incredible game in general, uh, great land party game, uh, it is Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Oh, okay. That's a, oh, that was a good one. That's a great game. Uh, it features the best lightsaber combat that's yep. ever been had in a game. Uh, that's the main thing I remember about it. Yep. <laughs> Multiplayer, it's a first-person shooter, but no one gives a shit about the guns because it's Star Wars. Yep. You get all these force powers. Uh, you get to, like, spend them through a skill tree when you make your – when you – jump into the game, the multiplayer game and stuff, uh, there's three different forms of lightsaber combat. You've got the single lightsaber, uh, which ended up, as it turns out, I guess is, guess is it's the most overpowered, whatever. Uh, there is the dual-wield style, where you've got two lightsabers, and then there's the staff lightsaber fighting style, like uh, Dark, Darth Maul used in Star Wars Episode One. And just the variety of things that you can do, there's different stances to... All the force powers, the ways that they come together, it is the greatest Jedi fight simulator that we've ever seen and probably ever will. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a ton of fun to play multiplayer. This definitely would have been, like, my number four pick. Yeah. Like, I remember when this game came out, like, me and one of my other friends uh, played it a lot, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the lightsaber battle, is this... The lightsaber fighting is this good? I don't have any reason ever to do anything else now. <laughs> like, even this game came out in, I want to say, like, 2003. 2003. Yep. And even, like, four years after it came out, I still remember my friends and I having LAN parties where that was one of the games we were like, oh, we should play that. Yeah. Yeah, you could pick the color of your lightsaber, too, which was really awesome. Oh, yeah, you got to choose the color, too. That's yep. right. Do you remember... Uh, the custom in the game was whenever you dueled against somebody, you would uh, walk out to like you know the the place where y'all are doing dueling, and uh, the players would look down and crouch, so it looked like they were like bowing to each other. Yeah, you'd like <laughs> bow to each other and stuff. You'd put your yeah. weapon away and all that. Yep. So much fun. What an amazing game. Sounds like we should have a land party. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Or an internet party, so we don't all have to. So two of us don't have to get plane tickets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can afford that, really. Oh, Mister, I'm going to PAX, and I'm. Well, yeah, that's yeah, I can go to PAX, but I can't come see my friends Jay and Robert. Right, Especially Jay? after he's employed by Amazon, he just got yeah. his job this week. He works for <laughs> Amazon. He just that got bought exactly out for nine hundred and seventy trillion dollars. That is exactly Billion. what it was. Yep. 
but I don't have enough money to come see my best friends. Yeah, I don't want to use my new private jet that I got with my new contract. <laughs> uh, suck it, nerds. <laughs> Alright, Jay, what's your favorite Star Wars game? My favorite Star Wars game is probably one of the most frustrating games I've ever played. Uh, is for GameCube. It is Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Um, oh, was that good? It was pretty good. It was fun. It was very frustrating at times, but it was really, really enjoyable because it was one of the first games I ever got with the GameCube, and it was really cool. Like the the actual like combat was fun. The controls of the ships were a little bit wonky, and there was a lot of times where you would like crash and burn and just get really frustrated. But I played it like so many, so many hours. It was really, really, really fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh... The Rogue Squadron games, I don't ever think I, I like those are pretty fun. I don't think I ever really got too much into any of them. I played like probably two of them throughout the years. I don't think any of them really sucked me in too much. Yeah, I I don't know. I really enjoy this game. Like I actually might go back and play it soon just because I had so many good memories with it. I always got stuck Sweet. on one level, but hopefully I can beat it now. Uh, can I bitch about something for a second? Oh. For a second or for 20 minutes? Just a second, just a second. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, on the Force Unleashed, the PC port, the level where you have to, like, throw the Break TIE down. Fighters at each other. Okay. Oh, no, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, it was, no, no, you're right, that was the okay. one. Right. Where you bring, where you have to bring the, uh, Star Destroyer down safely is fucking ridiculous. The controls yeah. are absolutely fucking fucked. I've heard that a few times. It wasn't even great in the original, but I've heard that the port was, like, yeah. the worst. You had to just, like, have your mouse, like, constantly going up, like, like, keep going up! Keep going up! See if happens? Yes. Keep going up, that's what I say. Okay. <laughs> and Keep getting it up, keep getting it up. And no matter what you, like, there's some, there's something, like, completely, like, counterintuitive that you actually have to do just, like, to cheat it to make it work. Alright, that's good. I'm done. I'm done. You done tapping? Nice. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That was quick, dude. That was like 30 seconds. Uh, next top three. I think this was, this actually turned out to be a really good top three list. Uh, I think so too. next top threes. So are we going back to consoles now? I think so. Kind of rotate uh, it back and forth. Yeah. Atari Jaguar. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Dumbass. I can name like one title. Can we do, alright, wait, like, can you, have you guys played a total of three games among Sega CD, Atari Jaguar, nope. 3DO, nope. Turbo Graphics. Nope. You haven't played. I don't nope. think so. No. Okay. I never got all those <clears throat> add-on. Neither did I. From, uh, for the I, Sega. I had the main consoles, and that yeah. was about it. I, I had the Sega Genesis. We can do. We haven't done <laughs> Sega Genesis. Just that. We did. We did Genesis. Yeah, we did Wait. Genesis. Yeah. Wait. Remember Vector Man? Uh oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm out of it right now. Oh good. I'm distracted. From You're just so passion. excited about your new job with Amazon that you can't. <laughs> So rich now, we don't have to pay attention to anything else. <laughs> he just throws yeah, monies at his problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's just what I've always wanted. So I guess Anyways. we're on, I guess we're on to Nintendo 64 then. Oh, yeah. Majora's Mask. Oh, God. <laughs> Quest 64. Uh, Ooh, I'm well, we've been doing a lot of top like five or ten for our fate for these the system list do we want to do like top five for it instead oh, i thought you were about to say top one because <laughs> top one i can maybe find one game guys i'm, I'm down with five i can do five i can probably do five yeah cool let's do it all right okay top five 
Top five. Um, we actually might end this podcast at a reasonable time. Off oh topic. God. Happy endings. I probably just I probably just changed it. Hey, you're getting a little too eager to. to hey, you you encouraged it. You were like, hey, let's. No, uh, you skipped over a whole fucking section of the podcast. What's the whole what section the of the podcast? Oh, mail. I'm sorry, I forgot. Shit, look uh, what I have to deal with. Every day. Well, I feel like my off-topic happy ending is once every two so. weeks. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I think about it every day. Anyways, Roberto, go. And I get anxiety. <laughs> it just builds up. I start sweating. Roberto, yeah. do you need to practice your stabbing? <laughs> <laughs> and people come up at work and they're like, "Why are you sweating?" And I'm like, "Cause Jay." <laughs> Jay. Just randomly. Uh, uh. <laughs> Out of the fucking woodwork. All right. Mail. We we'll, we only got one email this time. So, guys, let's see if we can do something about that. Not you. I'm talking to the listeners. I'm going to email you. Uh, so Shane Sanderson, our old buddy, the, the first uh, Classic Gaming Podcast fan, writes, Sean Sanderson? I am offended. Apparently I called him Sean on the last, on the last episode. I am offended. Any the kind of stuff that we have to put up with, Sean. Every day. Sean Sanderson. Unbelievable. What sort of an asshole would do that? His name, yeah, anyway. He, so he says, I am offended. Anyways, Robin Wing, I have been playing a couple of classics. <laughs> I like this guy. I, I like Sean him a lot. Anderson. True story. I'm not joking. My mom wanted to name me Christopher Robin. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you or oh, Sean? No. <laughs> no, this is me. I'm okay. talking right now. Okay. Your buddy Rob. Who? Uh, my mom wanted to name me Christopher Robin. It's true. Good story. Yeah. Cool story, bro. You should. She also wanted me to be a male cheerleader. All right. Well, man, we've opened Pandora's box. <laughs> I don't know if we should venture any further down that hole. No, no, no. So, so there's nothing wrong with being a male cheerleader. But here's the thing. She fucking pestered me nonstop about it. I was like, Mom, I don't want to be a... F- my, my, I was like, Mom, I don't want to be a male cheerleader. Also, our high school does not even have male cheerleaders. She was like, well, you should be one. So she wanted the girl that badly? She actually... Ah. <laughs> Sorry. Luckily... My dad talked her out of naming me Christopher. How did we get on this topic? Robert, focus. Robert, let's uh, yeah, let's go back to the email. Let's Sorry. Just, oh, yeah, we're going to have a shorter podcast than usual. Drift, 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 drift. <laughs> it's just bringing up some stuff. I'm sorry. This isn't this is for the a other podcast, podcast for you to deal with your luggage, man. <laughs> baggage. Yeah, Save it. So Shane Sanderson says he's been playing Grandia for PS1. Pretty good, nice. RP, pretty good RPG with a cool battle system and stuff. If Jay Black... I... I might actually be playing that next month. Oh, sweet. Okay. Because I'm doing an RPG month on my cast, uh, and I have no idea which games I'm going to be playing yet. They drew I have mask? Like two. That's, that's not an RPG. <laughs> oh! Oh! About to start a fight! <laughs> Jay? Oh, my God. Anyways. You got to come back? Or are you just going to take that? Nope. Gonna, I got nothing. Take that sitting down? Holy shit. I am sitting down. Yeah, you stay there, too. That's what I said. If Jay Blake haven't played this game and fancy trying something, I would give it a go. Starts off slow, but all RPGs do. Yes, they do. Is there any RPG that does not start off slow? Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. That's 
it's true. I guess that's true. I guess it is true to a degree. Yeah, the story starts off pretty Final quick, Fantasy but VII. you don't know what's happening. Yeah, Final. Final F- F- oh, you're right. Final Fantasy VII really jumps into it bursts, but then it calms down a lot. Bursts, like, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Project. He's also been playing Project Zero, which is which is a survival horror type game for PS2. Uh, I know you lot don't seem to be into your horror games, which saddens me, but hey-ho, it's pretty decent and pretty creepy. I actually might start playing some more horror games. Really? Robert and I play some horror games together sometimes. We play newer ones primarily. Yeah. Yeah. Like Five Nights at Freddy's, etc. Holy shit, I don't even want to get near that game. <laughs> really? That does not look that scary to me. I don't. Just keep it away from me, please. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll make sure to force you to play it. I was watching the trailer and I was like, fuck this. Dude, if we get next bet, we gotta put that on there for Robert. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh, fuck. Have you have either of you guys played Project Zero? <clears throat> no, I've never heard of it. I think I meant I neither. someone mentioned it this week, and I was like, what the hell is Project Zero? Hmm. So to hear it again is very strange. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty much it, to be honest, he says. I think I've only played one Star Wars game in my life, so I don't think I'll contribute to that top three. <laughs> he doesn't even say which one. What a scumbag. At least say the title, and we can know what your number one is. And he says, take it easy. Okay, well, uh, I'm okay now. He said that. that. Okay. I can take, I take it easy. Uh, All yeah, right. you can take it easy on your Amazon plane to PAX. <laughs> I'm really sad that I'm not going to PAX. That was like Me the too. one. That was the one thing that I, like cool thing that I was going to try to do this year. And then like That's I got the one cool thing you're going to do. I thought you were going to buy roller skates. <laughs> And a cool swatch. That was the one I was like, this is what I was going to spend my vacation on. And then I got home from work one day and I start reading like gaming news. It's like, PAX tickets are sold out. So good. Because they went on sale at like 10 a.m. and sold out. They're super like, easy to get. At 10 a.m. Yeah. They're super easy to get, Robert. Well, now I don't have a hotel room, and also it starts tomorrow. Sleep you can also sleep water. on Blake's floor and take... He can swing by with his jet. Oh, that's cool with you, That's cool with you, Blake? He's swinging by. Yeah, I'll be right there. I'll just buy your way into packs, too. Wow, listen to this guy! <laughs> Fucking dropping bills, dude. He thinks you're a stripper. That's what it takes. All right, so we only got one email, but we got our first iTunes review. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah, from Barty. Is his name. Do you remember that episode where I was talking? You remember a while back my keyboard broke? And no. then on one of the episodes I was talking about my new one? No. No. You don't remember this? It was like I, I don't even it. remember that we did the Genesis episode already. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> you think I'm going to remember that? A while back I broke my keyboard by spilling orange juice on it. And I talked about that oh, a lot. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, because you yeah. said you did too. Yep. But then when I got my new one, I was like, hey, I got a new one. It's pretty awesome. So anyway, Barty says. F your keyboard. Nobody gives a crap about your stupid keyboard and how your weeks were. Time to change the description of your show to a bunch of boring dudes chat about pointless crap. Snorefest, one star. Hey, you were supposed to get that deleted. It was a one star. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, dude? You're not doing your job. Sorry, I'm not EA. Hey, So now we have a one star rating on the iTunes store. Nice. Yeah. Better than no stars. Thanks, Scrub. Got him. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that'll spark more negative comments, and we can at least get some reviews. You know what I mean? What if we could? What if we managed to get only one star reviews? Oh, that'd be impressive. 
Do we want to try I, to do that, or do we want people to do we right now? We we have a decision. There's a fork in the road. This is just like Knights of the Old Republic. We oh, can God. ask our listeners to give us all five star reviews to balance this out, or we can just tell everybody to give us one star reviews just because who the fuck cares? What do you think, Robert? I don't know. I say everybody give us whatever the hell you want. I don't. I don't care. Well, now it's going to average out to like two point five, and that's not going to be exciting. <laughs> I say five stars. I, th- I say five. Oh yeah, now you change your mind. Yeah, freaking <laughs> go with the rest. So of if, if you like the podcast, then we go give us five. St- I don't care. Give us whatever review you want to. Like Blake said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your mind. Good. Flip flop. Flip flop. It would be cool if people could, if more people could discover the podcast because it like shoots to the top of iTunes one day. And like Apple makes a commercial with us in it. <laughs> no, I don't. But I don't at the want same time, it's it'll be pretty funny if we get lots of one star reviews too. Whether they're serious or like this, like Barty, or I don't, I don't. You know what? That's not even we're talking about it anymore. Yep. Do whatever you want, and we'll read about it. We'll, oh we'll, snap! Or we'll, we will read it. We won't read about it. Um. And. This is like just barely an hour and a half in, and we're about to finish. Uh-huh. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me right now? What is this? Happy endings. Off-topic ones. What you got? What you got? Uh, I'm playing Diablo 3 right now. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. Pretty fun game. Yeah. Well, the new patch just came out yesterday. Oh, there's another Changes new one? A bunch of stuff, yeah. <laughs> they added all these this great rift stuff so you can get legendary gems now. It's pretty cool. Fun game. Sweet. Yeah. Jay, what you got? I'm going camping this weekend. Super excited to get away. That's about all I got. This, that's what gets oh, yeah. one star reviews. I, I, I'm also kind of... going to PAX. I guess that's another <laughs> thing I should say. Yep. So that's Robert? Uh, fuck King's Quest V. There you go. <laughs> Full circle. All right. Excellent. So follow yeah, us. That's, huh? that's a good story right there. What a, <laughs> those a cool story, if you will. Ooh. Watch yeah. it, bro. Comment. Oh yeah. Anyways, uh, go ahead, Rob. follow us at Class Gamescast. Our website is classicgamingpodcast.com. You can check out the episodes there, or you can find them on iTunes, where we have a one-star review currently. Oh, hey, and I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, what? mail us. Send us email. Send us email. Please, please do. Uh, mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. And I think that's it. Watch, now that we said that, like, we're going to get a whole bunch of reviews on iTunes, and they're all going to be positive and negative. <laughs> I'll laugh so hard. They're all going to be positive. <laughs> Everybody hates us. That's okay. This is going to be good. You know what? That We haven't had an, we haven't got an email yet that just says, fuck you. We used to, like, beg people just to send us an email that says, fuck you. Just anything at all. Yeah. Well, send us an email. We're, we're oh. still on the streak, but it's getting really close. We only got one this time. Send us. I'm some. scared. I don't. I don't re- want to re- go back to the days. No more ads, you. please. Yeah. yeah. We'll start reading them again. No, I will. I will walk away. And that's it. All right, it's food time. We'll see you guys in two weeks. And at that point, we're going to talk Jay, about. Hey, no one wants to hear about your food. Go fuck yourself. Sorry. <laughs> think you think your food's cool? You don't have a billion dollars. <laughs>
I work for Amazon, bitch. What are you going to do about that? Talk oh, about your fucking food some more. Okay, I'm going to eat. Yes. See you guys. Peace. Peace. Bye.